Hey friends, this is your Creative Kaibiga, a podcast where we dilute famous keynotes into graspable advice on creativity, productivity, and storytelling by some of the leading creatives across the world. My name's Joe. I'm so honored to be your host, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's start the podcast. In this letter, I'm going to defend the notion of the right to call yourself a creative. Many may feel most of the time that what they create is quote-unquote not good enough, and what they hope to be exposed was to work that gave them the creative courage to do more. Work that validated themselves as someone with artistic inhibitions and ideas worth sharing. I do too, and I sometimes feel that I could already catch myself in the act of not being good enough without being able to start. I face the mediocrities of malpractice to even gain the license to call myself that name. Creative. The problem lies within a competitively driven society where we put different types of pieces within the same theme of comparison. All it may do is just put artists against each other and create this culture of preferring one over the other. What does it mean to be creative and what distinguishes between them above the rest? So, let's say you're in a creative rut. You'd tap on your Microsoft Doc and you would pace back and forth or walk in a continuous circle to muster what is, what you believe, is a good idea. But, to no avail, you shoot it down, like a pigeon in the wood. You try to find inspiration, recalling great works of your favorite poets and artists that inspired you. Maybe remember the movies of Guillermo del Toro or Bong Joon-ho, or writing of the likes of Dale Carnegie or Brene Brown, or maybe the music of John Baptiste or Lin-Manuel Miranda. You have these explosion of influences, But the added pressure to be like them, to be the next Brown or Miranda, you seek to the conclusion that you aren't them, and somehow will never will be. What we often forget is that they were once in your shoes too. Just like you, they struggled, wrote, and erased, but one thing was for certain, they were focused. Creative competition does not come from the outside, only from within. Martin Scorsese once said, The most personal is the most creative. So, when you compete with yourself to be the most personal and most genuine can be, try to do it with your thoughts and feelings. The work that you do is a reflection of your mind's eye. Well, the most important way to validate yourself as a creator is by acknowledging your artistic voice being solely yours and your own to control. And there's need for your voice to be heard because there's no other kind of creator like you. The beauty with creativity is that you are not in competition but you seek to learn from and with people of different experiences and extraordinary backgrounds, and thus incorporating that into your work while imprinting your own signature twist. When in fact, embracing and acknowledging the influence of established artists in one's work shows true humility and love for the craft. This is well seen in today's art, as there are live action remakes, movies, books, and pop culture references that circulate throughout the world's media. The book, Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon, well talks about the myth of original ideas and that there is no such thing as a singular perfect one. And the art we see today is really just a bejeweled ball of different influences with a splice of originality. If you struggle with still with this, overcoming your identity crisis of being creative, here are some tips inspired by Laura Lacoste in order to cope with the imposter syndrome. First, she says, Don't let your thoughts control your motivation to work. Categorize which are substantial and detrimental to your creative engine. 
You can also then talk about these issues with others. One of the most influential comedians, Tina Fey, once said, and I paraphrase, imposter syndrome happens to everyone, and I quote, so when you feel the spike of pride and creativity, be aware and accept yourself as a creative person. That since you've just started, be open to new opportunities for mistakes to happen and constantly build upon learning new skills. Lastly, realize you're no way near perfect. Seek to be true to your own sound through your work and that learning from your potential weaknesses can build a foundation for personal strengths. In the end, all you need is to remember that it is more substantial to learn and discover the innermost part of yourself to be reaching that state of authenticity and that, with there only being one creator like you, you can capture your own signature style and taste. Your job only is to be, quote-unquote, the most personal and most creative you can be. Hey, it's Joe. I hope you liked the creative advice today. Please check out the creative works featured in this episode. Now make sure to turn off your phone, use what you learned today, and do something creative. Hope to see you in the next episode.